welcome back to Moments with Moni. Here we are at the end of season four. I can't believe it's been a whole summer, but there's been a lot going on, I'm sure, in your life as well. The Covenant series has come to an end now, and I hope you were able to glean from it as much as I have. We sold our home in June, moved across the country from the north to the south, caught COVID, and are still unpacking. Thankfully, my husband found my microphone and recording equipment in time for me to record this season ender. We're also thankful to be over COVID. It was no fun at all, but I don't think I even realized I had it before ending up in the hospital with double pneumonia COVID. Even the urgent care we visited thought I had a lung clot, which thankfully was not the case. I was sent to the hospital emergency room and there was greeted by a team of nurses and told to turn my head and was promptly attacked by a long Q-tip up my nasal cavity. It really wasn't as bad as I've heard, but it wasn't delightful. After four days in the hospital on antiviral and antibacterial meds along with steroids and oxygen, I was sent home on oxygen to find that my husband had contracted COVID as well. Thankfully, his case affected him differently and he did not require a hospital stay. Cross-country move to the South came along with a husband who now works from home, which is a huge blessing, as my energy level on oxygen was very low. He would make sure I got my breakfast and then make the long trek to the home office down the hall while I stared at the neighbor's chickens as they walked back and forth along the fence outside my kitchen window. It's the little things in life that bless me. I've found joy in what I call those chickens on parade outside my window. For me, every morning, as I listened to the Bible being read, I was blessed by those little chickens. I also took the time to listen through the Covenant series again myself, which brings me to today. As I post this, on August 31st, 2021, the world stage is changing and the Covenant promises seem to be making the future events more and more clear as each day passes. As I share this, Kabul has been sacrificed along with many lives and soon there will no longer be any Americans between Russia and Israel. Yes, we must remember that history, his story, is God's story of his people, Israel. They are still God's chosen people to carry out his will of reconciling humans to God through the covenant promises. There were so many opportunities for Israel to be obedient to God. But because of their repeated disobedience, God put them aside and is now including the Gentiles in the covenant promises and using us to reconcile mankind to himself during this church age. No man knows the day or the hour of his return. So keep looking up. Well, now let's take a peek into season five. We're at the end of 
the hot summer days of August in 2021 and the storm clouds are gathering outside and the wind is swirling from the outskirts of Hurricane Ida. We could be praying for them. I know I can't get out there and help them dig out from all of the mess that's around them on this second anniversary or the the anniversary of Hurricane Katrina. But we can pray for them. So from season four to season five, we're jumping from practical help for the heart to practical help for the home. We'll just be using a biblical perspective inside our hearts and inside of our home. As a Titus II older woman, I am very happy to share with my grandchildren things that they can do to further their family, especially my granddaughters to do homemaking things. I spilled bleach on my favorite apron the other day, and I'm just going to have to pull out my sewing machine and do some work. For right now, I just used a red marker to cover up the bleach mark, the white spot on my, the red apple on my apron, and just to make it stretch a little farther. And, well, I took a marking pen, a light blue one, to my denim skirt that got a bleach splotch on it as well. I'm trying to make things stretch until I get some time set aside to be able to do these things. Right now, I need to continue unpacking and finding everything that goes along with my sewing projects. In years past, I have spent time searching through thrift stores, secondhand stores for cotton material, and I've stocked up a little bit throughout the years, and Thankfully, I didn't give it all away when we downsized again. This is the second time of downsizing in home and and materials. But this was an area that I really wanted to keep so that I could eventually sit down and sew. Right now, thankfully, I have the podcasting microphone at my desk. And there's a table right next to me with everything piled on it and around it to do some sewing projects, but that will have to wait for just a bit. But I took to heart this thing called the Every Bit Counts Challenge. Hashtag Every Bit Counts Challenge. However, most of the focus of this hashtag Every Bit Counts Challenge for August was more in the area of food preservation. So... I was looking forward to baking bread once I got moved uh, so that I need to do that so that I know what is inside of my food. And we don't eat a lot of bread, so I want to make sure that it is um, everything in there that I can eat. But it's been too warm to bake. So I was able to pull out my bread machine and use it to make a few loaves of bread and Oh, it just made this new home smell like home. There's nothing better than smelling fresh baking bread. I used to have all the best spots picked out in town, and I'm sure you do where you live as well as a homemaker. But to uh, 
be in a new community, a new place, I don't know, I think 10 states apart, it's a bit of a challenge to find new sources for everything that I can get right now, especially with COVID, because things are not always readily available. But I love the fresh fruit stands on the side of the road here, and I've been able to get some wonderful watermelons and plums and nectarines and squash and purple hull peas. That's a new one for me. A friend of mine actually picked some fresh elderberries from the side of their property and I have those in my freezer. I'm waiting to turn that into a tincture or or something else. I also found a fantastic local source for fresh eggs. Oh, what a difference. I don't know about you, but buying them from the store, when I fry them up, it makes the house stink. Those eggs must be so old, but now these fresh eggs are wonderful. If you are able to keep a few chickens in your backyard, that would be a wonderful way of making your budget stretch. I have encouraged the grandchildren to plant seeds in a small yogurt container or a small plot of land. I've given them some microgreen seeds, and those were a big hit since they sprouted so quickly. They were hoping for the small watermelons, but that hope was dashed by the deer and a lawnmower. In this month of August, when harvest time brings in plenty, and you have some extra items in the fridge that you don't want to go to waste, there are several ways to preserve them to help stretch the food budget. Now that I'm older and limited in what I'm able to do, I have to readjust my mindset from filling a pantry with canning goods that I have planted and harvested all by myself to perhaps chopping and freezing a few extra bell peppers from the fridge before they go moldy and slimy in the back of the vegetable drawer. Yes, every bit counts. Moving to the south this past summer has allowed me to enjoy the fresh taste of watermelons to make sure the other half of the large watermelon that I don't eat doesn't go to waste. I have cut the rind off and cut the melon into small chunks and placed it in Ziploc bags in the freezer. When the summer heat hits me, I place some of my watermelon cubes in a canning jar and fill it with filtered water and enjoy a cold treat before continuing to unpack boxes from this move. I still have the prep for winter mindset from up north, so I'm looking forward to enjoying a taste of watermelon summer in my drink in the winter. Yes, every bit counts. So here's my challenge for you today. As a godly woman, a godly homemaker, someone who just wants to stretch their budget, check out your refrigerator. Open that door. Go ahead, look in the back, look in those drawers, the vegetable drawers. Is there anything you can save? I made lemon curd out of lemons. I chopped up some bell peppers, put them in a Ziploc bag and stuck them in the freezer. We used those along with some sliced mushrooms on top of a homemade pizza. I just put some bread dough into the uh, bread machine, used the dough setting and then 
spread it out and put all the toppings on top. Yes, every bit counts. If you like, I will be posting the lemon curd recipe. It was actually made in my Instant Pot. If you'd like that recipe, I'll be posting that on my website later this week on momentswithmoni.com. And last, but certainly not least, the verse for today. Ephesians chapter 1, verses 11 to 12, where the Apostle Paul reminds us, In Him, in Jesus, we were also chosen as God's own, having been predestinated according to the plan of Him who works out everything by the counsel of His will, in order that we who were the first to hope in Christ would be for the praise of His glory. Remember, as a child of God, as the bride of Christ, you are blessed beyond measure, freely chosen, adopted into the family of God, accepted in the beloved, redeemed and forgiven. Should there be a time that the enemy makes you think you're worthless, Remember what God says about you, not what the enemy tries to get you to believe. Stand strong in the power of His might, in the armor that you have been given. Reflect His beauty and light in a dark world that needs Jesus. If you've enjoyed listening to Moments with Moni, you can find a lot more information on the website at momentswithmoni.com. There'll be background information on each of the podcasts, a way to subscribe, and information to connect in many different ways. Thanks so much for listening.